I'm just going to share some things that the Lord has, has given me this week. And again, I just, I'm so, so looking forward to having everyone back in here and, and getting things back to some type of normality. Um, but in this, in this situation we're in, I'm rejoicing in the fact that the Lord is moving among us, uh, even now, just in a couple songs and just getting uh, focused to just engage with the Word and the things that the Lord has put on my heart. I, I, I'm overwhelmed by God and His goodness and how He's working in this season. And so I just want to encourage every one of us to, to continue to just take our time and rest in the fact that you have time to sit with the Lord and be with Him. I'm, I'm so convinced that this is God-designed. Uh, it may be uncomfortable for a lot of us, uh, but I'm, I'm beginning to cherish the, the early morning rises and the Lord's pulling me and drawing me. And, and so I th I'm sure He's doing that to others that are listening right now. So I just, I really want to encourage you to just stay in that place in the posture where you're hearing the Holy Spirit. It's so important right now. And he's the one that brings strength. He's the one that brings uh, hope. He's the one that brings uh, power and encouragement. And we're just going to uh, continue to bask in his presence because he is really shining right now. If you could just open your eyes and look past the curtain on what he's doing. Uh, there's an extravagant uh, burning of the sun right now. The sun is in full blaze. He always is. But I feel like uh, just our perspectives have been a little off, and I feel like God is moving us uh, into an uncomfortable place so that we can, I shouldn't say uncomfortable, I should say into a quietness, uh, into a place where we're not in, in the busyness and in the motions of everything. And, and it is awkward for some, but I, I truly believe it's by His design because He is pulling us into a new place with him individually. Yeah, we get to you know, participate online and whatnot, but I know that the Holy Spirit's just gonna begin to, uh, I'd love to hear what the Lord's doing. And please, there should be, um, you, can, you can email your prayer requests at uh, prayer at kingdom-awakening.org. And uh, please, if you have things going on, we, we wanna pray for you. We wanna be in a place where we're, uh, agreeing with you and believing God to do uh, exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask, think, or imagine together. And uh, I'm just going to get into some of the things I shared on, on a, I released a, a newsletter, which is rare, um, but I felt like the Lord had really downloaded some things to me. And, and I'm trying not to listen to everything else that everyone else is saying. It's hard because you sit home well, I've been here. Wait till you guys come back. This place is going to be, it's pretty, pretty uh, cleaned up and new coats of paint. And I cleaned those spots out of the rug that were on, on Instagram. And uh, we're looking forward to, to um, just coming back and gathering together. But anyway, I'm just going to ask the Lord to help me. Holy Spirit, we're asking for your help as we convey your heart today. Lord, the things that you show, the things that you reveal, I thank you, Father, that you're working and moving in every person that can hear my voice and see my face right now. 
And Holy Spirit, we ask that you just release the spirit of wisdom and revelation and a fresh knowledge of you right now, right now, right now in these moments. That Holy Spirit, you begin to unwrap and begin to unfold and begin to release uh, the spirit of revelation on us as, uh, as I just begin to open things up. So, yeah, I, I really, I'm going to just say I had a powerful experience this week. Um, the Lord woke me up to pray for President Trump, which I'm not a big, you know, I don't pray for him a lot. I do when I'm prompted, but I just felt like it was the Lord just waking me up at, at a certain time and said, pray for the president. I'm like, okay, I'm getting up to pray for the president. And, uh, you know, just think of, of all the things that are on his plate and the government's plate, they're trying to sort all this out. And so he needs our prayers, amen? But as I did that, I know that the Lord just began to uh, drop some things in my heart. And uh, as I finished praying uh, for our government, for our leaders, I just felt like the Lord just began to reveal to me, and literally as I was sitting in my chair uh, looking, it was just at dawn, the Lord began to show me a wave that was coming. Actually, it was already like we were already in the, in the undertow of the wave forming. And uh, as the wave came, it, it powerfully moved and, and touched me. Um, and literally went over me and over the chair. <laughs> That's all I can say. It startled me. And, and, I, and the Holy Spirit said, don't be startled by the things I'm about to do. And I am about to do things suddenly that you haven't expected, but I'm about to release things uh, in these days that you've yet to see or know. And so uh, I, as, I'm, as I was receiving this from the Lord, um, he just brought me into this prophetic encounter and I, and I felt like he had a word uh, for the body of Christ, and uh, specifically one individual that I had saw that I already released some things, some part of this to. Um, I knew that the Lord was speaking to me about that and about what, when the Holy Spirit begins to hit, travail will hit the body. And I saw this because this person was bending over, and, and bowing and bending under the presence of God as God was beginning to re release clarity, was, re about, was beginning to release abundance, was beginning to release power and glory and might. And, and there's, there's a few scriptures that the Lord gave to me. One was out of Revelation 10. The other was out of Amos chapter 9 and verse 13. And we'll get into that in a moment. But I, I did see the clarity of, of some things being poured out. And, and I saw the Lord releasing a fresh prophetic unction. And, and as I say this, I want to say this to you. Uh, let's, let's, let's take this in context. What I don't want to do is, is release something to you now that gets you all hyper and excited. And really, it, it's, it's going to be charismatic in nature because God wants to flow in, in, in power through the body. But I want it to be sobering as well because I felt like I felt the fear of the Lord on it. And I felt his intention on it. I felt like when the wave came, he began to speak to me. He said, I'm a releasing, I'm releasing a seventh wave, and it's the final wave of what I'm about to do in the earth. And that sounds pretty uh, epic. And I, and I do believe that the Lord is, is 
it, we are in the last days. Like, there's been, if we look at history, I started going back just trying to get a grip on what it looked like and pandemics and, and plagues, and, and there's been a lot of them throughout history. Some that have wiped out a, a third of, of the population of nations. And so, Lord, we ask for mercy. <laughs> we just continue to pray and continue in, in 2 Chronicles 7.14, continue in that posture where the Lord is, is our focus, He's our gaze, and He is looking for us. I, this is through this whole thing, through these, this whole season, I've been feeling and, and continually feeling the nudging of the Holy Spirit and the, the, the voice of the Lord saying, come to me, come to me. And every, every moment of every day, I can hear the, the voice of the Lord saying, come, come back. Stay focused, stay in my gaze, keep your eyes fixed on my eyes, don't go where I'm not going, don't look where I'm not looking. And, and so there is so much that, and I don't even know if I'm going to be able to share all of it today, but I do know this, that the Lord is looking for a bride that will be so completely in love with him that he will, he, his his presence and, and his power will be on that bride that is so in love with him that they will, that they will just completely reflect uh, the image of the son, the image of the bridegroom. They will completely be engrossed with who he is and what's on his, on his heart and not what's on uh, the, the newest thing on the block that, that everyone's doing. And I'm, and I'm telling you this because I, there's this... Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I'm saying that to say the awe of what God's about to do. And, and we can, I don't want us to put fear in, in an unhealthy spot. I do believe, listen, th this whole thing that's come upon the earth was not the doing of the Lord, but the Lord is using it. And I've said this over and over. The Lord is using it to pull us aside, to call us aside to separate us, to move us into looking completely at him for ourselves. Not in the masses and not that we don't need to be fed, but the Lord's wanting us to learn to go just like Elijah and we go to the cave and the birds and the ravens begin to feed us. The angels bring food and, and, and there's revelation and uh, bread from heaven that's released to a people because we are tucked away with him believing that the Holy Spirit's going to show up and do his thing in us no matter where we are. It, 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 it has, we, we need to be in this place. The entire body needs to be in this place so that when we come back together in, in corporate anointing, you've learned to make a place. You've learned to carve out place, a place in the Spirit. You've learned uh, to move in realms of God that you wouldn't have learned if you were just sitting in church. I, I find that as a hard fact and a hard truth for us to grab and to choke on, but I do know this, that when we become, when we come back together, there's going to be this strength, there's going to be power, there's going to be a value to community, somebody. There's going to be a value to gathering together and, and assembling together like the Bible exhorts us to do, to come and assemble together. And, and I really feel like there's going to be uh, just an outpouring that's going to come through that. So what I'm saying is we are on the crest. What happens when, when, the, 
when the wave is getting pulled out, when the undertow happens, it's pulling the things that are on the shore that don't need to be there, pulls them back into the ocean to be washed away, and then the wave comes and spills onto the earth. And I'm telling you that God is pouring out something fresh for us in this season. And it's not so that we get hyped and we want to move in a gift. It's so that God pours something into the earth through a people that are totally and utterly in love with him. Are you hearing me? I'm going to talk about angels. I'm going to talk about the working of angels with us. I'm going to talk about signs in the book of Revelation that are, are there to, for us to interpret. And, and, and your interpretation may not be quite the same as mine, but I'm going to try to open some things up to us because I know this, that God's about to pour out a harvest that we have yet to ever understand. And when I say harvest, it's not like, uh, I, when, it's not like, you, you know, we, we get hyper and, and all excited. Yes, we want to win souls, but I'm telling you there's holiness, there's power, there's heaviness that's going to be in the next move of God. I promise you, I promise you, I see the Lord divine, he has a divine design, and he's bringing us into this place where we can see, ready, there's going to be prophets rising, there's going to be a prophetic generation rising, and let's not be confusing those two because prophets are different than a prophetic generation, we can, the Bible encourages us all to prophesy, but we need, I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit's about to pour out his voice on the earth, and he's looking for those who have their ear to him. He's looking for those whose eyes are fixed completely on what he's doing and where he's going. Their eyes are completely fixed on the harvest, completely fixed on, on the bride that's arising. And I'm telling you, he's waking a bride right now. We're in the midst of the Lord waking a bride. And so I saw the word of the Lord. It came uh, on a prophetic generation. It came on actually prophets, I saw. And he's looking for those prophets to step up into a whole nother level. Um, and let's just be clear that I, I, I know that there's a, a, an outpouring of his voice right now. And as he pours out his voice, I saw his voice come like diamonds. I saw the voice of the Lord actually coming out of other people prophetic men and women, prophets that were men and women, that, that were, it was, it was glistening, it had shimmering uh, light on the words that were being released. Why? Not so I could have some glory experience. I'm telling you, the Lord has purpose. He wants the voice of the Lord to move through us. He wants his voice, his thunders, his seven thunders to move through a body of people. What does that sound like? It sounds like, and it looks like, a, uh, an encounter that the Lord wants us to come into that's full of light. And when diamonds, I'll get into the, to the, what the clarity of the diamond looks like later, but the diamond is something that's multifaceted. And when your words become, begin to be released like diamonds, they, are, oh, they, be, they don't just shine in one way, they shine in multiple ways because they're, they're, it's being dispersed through all kinds of levels of light. And actually that light should turn to color. I'm getting into all kinds of physics that we don't need to get into because I'm, <laughs> I know that the Lord is wanting to do creative things through your words. And I, 
and there's, there's a place where the Lord is, is bringing and moving the body of Christ into in this season that we hear what he says, and when we release what he says, it's released like, like the multiple uh, dimensions of light. What, is, what does the Bible say about light? Light d- dispels all kinds of darkness. Light is, is, is the very thing that, that separated a day and night, right? It's the, it's the light. Jesus is the light of the world. He's the one who is the bright and shining one. And even on the Mount of Transfiguration, there was, there was three things that the Lord showed me uh, about the light and the glory being dispersed because the, the words that you're about to speak will release the glory of God. It will release the literal kabod, the weight, the glory, not so that we can have a charismatic moment. <laughs> I'm going to stay on that. Not so that we can have a feel-good-now thing. No, so that the, the dead are raised, uh, the lepers are cleansed, and, and the sick are healed, right? I saw this in, in, in clarity, that as, listen, the spoken word actually was, even in the, in, in the ministry, and if you look up the, the ministry of William Branham, who did go off on, on some of his teaching and whatnot, whatnot but there was this last uh, sign that the Lord gave him, and it was the spoken word. It was the word that was spoken that created life. And even as I'm talking to you now, the words that I speak, the words that you begin to speak are going to translate into light, and they're going to shed light into people's hearts that have never seen the gospel before. When you speak healing, it begins to release a dimension of healing that, that I saw. What I saw was healing was just a byproduct of what the Lord's about to do in these days. He's about to release demonstration and miracles that is just going to flow in such a way that we won't even... We, healing's a byproduct. The crazy, uh, unsurma- unsurpassable, unbelievable things that God is about to do is way greater than we can ever understand. And I'm saying that because he wants to use the bride to do that. So I, I say that to, to get us in a place of position. I want you to position yourself. Everything I'm saying, I want you to position yourself. Not to say, wow, I can never get there because that's not true. I, I break the lie that we can't ever get there. No, the body of Christ and the, the prophets and the apostolic ministry and, and the evangelists and the fivefold, they'll all, they, they will get to the place where the words and the release of the Holy Spirit will cut and change and break darkness off of the masses. Come on, somebody. We've been, we need to start doing it even now. You need to begin to pray through your, your neighborhoods, regions, as, 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 as the virus is, 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 is moving around. Listen, are you immune? <laughs> Do you have divine immunity? You need to begin to declare that over, over your, your town, over your city. You need to be de- declare that over the nation. You need to declare it over the globe. Come on, God's trying to pull us into a governmental level where, where, we, where we see and understand that the, the angels of heaven, uh, the, 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 peop- the, the, um, the thrones and the dominions I'm not talking about evil spirits. I'm talking about thrones and dominions in heaven and heavenly places that are working on behalf of the the Lord and the body of Christ 
to eradicate things and to bring life and to shift nations. And so I'm, I'm saying all this to say there is incredible value in what the Lord is about to deposit into you. Are you hearing me? There is incredible value. You must value what the Lord is about to release to you. Even in the words I'm saying, he said, the words that I give you, they, I, they are life. They are life. The value of life, the living light, the, the, the light that's living and moves and has actual uh, substance to it that changes and shifts uh, diagnoses. I know the Holy Spirit's talking about moving things and moving us from a place of barrenness to fruitfulness as well. There's this place of fruitfulness that the body is going to be shifting into. And I am, listen, again, I say I am, I am completely, I'm completely in awe of the fact that I get to stop daily and intentionally stop and just thank the Lord for the position that he's put me in that he's put my family in, that he's put our church in, that he's put New England in, that he's put America in. Can, do I need to go on? It, it's, it's a place, it's a special place where the Lord is saying, listen, rest in what I'm about to do because when, when this is all said and done, strength and power and the witness of the power of the Holy Spirit is going to be upon the church like never before. Listen the words I'm saying. The words I say right now should not be empty to you because if they're empty, then you need to go back to your prayer closet and not be right in front of this camera right now. If they're empty, they're, 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 you need to step into a place where God is saying, wow, I'm believing, I'm hearing what you're saying, and I need to receive fresh, fresh life from, from the Lord. And so I believe the Lord is opening doors. He continues to tell us to come up here. And I want to emphasize we are in a divine time. We are in a divine time. God has put us in this spot so that we will hear him, that we will uh, listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and begin to, to hear and see what he's doing and what's about to happen. Listen, I got so full of joy. I was so encouraged that I had to laugh. You know... <laughs> The Bible, sometimes we listen to things like Sarah laughed when, he heard, when, the, when she heard that the, the, voice, the Lord was saying uh, that this time next year you'll have a son. She laughed. Listen, I'm giving you good news. You should be encouraged in where you're at right now and you should be encouraged and look at like your perspective on how things are going to be when this whole thing blows over and we go into the next. Come on, God's bringing, it doesn't, Sometimes there may be something even greater to overcome around the next corner. So we, we better get ready because he's called us as an overcoming army to step into. So we have this divine time. And I, have, I emphasize that. It's divine. It's a place where we need to be uh, with our perspective into heaven and hearing heaven. Oops. And so this wave, this unprecedented power uh, that's beginning to flow in a kingdom company, I just, I, the Lord said, he described it to me as the seventh and final wave. And it's going to overwhelm the masses. Why do I say that? Listen, I, I'm telling you this because it was interesting. I, I didn't even listen to the fullness of 
of what one of our prophetic friends put on uh, for a video recently, but it said, the title was, what was it, Is, is God, what was the name, sorry. Has God, not, has God changed his mind? And, I, and my response to that is, no, God has not changed his mind. These things shall happen, right? Because the Lord is wanting to bring us into that place where we have faith to believe. Listen, when he spoke to me, <laughs> it's funny because it looks the opposite. When he spoke to me that 2020 is going to be the year of miracles. It's the word I got. 2020 is going to be the year of actually what I'm actually reiterating to you right now. 2020 is going to be a year where God moves in power and strength beyond what we've seen before. I, I, and he spoke to me about the, the fearful, heavy Holy Spirit moving. That it was, he was going to move in, in, the, in the awe of God. That it was scary Holy Spirit about to move. And so what I say to this is God is not a man that he should lie. I know what I heard. I know what the Holy Spirit spoke to me. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in that place, that place of faith, knowing that at the end of this, that, it, listen, that's why I say send prayer requests. I'm believing. Listen, we've had people healed. It's interesting because the last meeting we had was basically a miracle night with Charlie Champ. That was the last meeting we had corporately. And miracles were flowing in the room, like flowing. I got so many reports back of people getting healed, healed of hip stuff, healed of, uh, you know, all, all kinds of conditions. Their eyes, their hips, um, wrists, all kinds of things. And, and, and I believe that it was a, almost a sign. Like, this, we're going to pick this up where it stopped, and it's just going to continue to move. And so I'm, I'm encouraging us to listen, to get ready and prepare. Lord, say, let the wave come. You should be saying that right now. Let the wave come. I'm telling you, it hit me in my living room just like I was sitting on the beach. Like this wave overtook me in the chair. And it startled me. And so I'm saying that to you to say the Lord revealed to me this company who would receive a crystal clear word from the Lord. And I refer to it as, as crystal clear because the diamonds it was full of living light and multifaceted, multifaceted power. And, and, and this is what I believe. There is a, a, a cataclysmic collision of awakening coming to the earth right now. It is, it is just going to rock the earth. And those who don't know Jesus, it's going to open their hearts so that they'll be crying out for Jesus. Those who know the Lord are going to be crying out for the Lord. Those who, who know him uh, a little bit will be in a deeper place with him. Listen, we have choices to make. I, I continue to go back to this because he is. This, he will. Through this, we will witness the unveiling of the true bride that is deeply in love with Jesus. And I'm telling you, these words are going to unlock men's hearts. These words that you, you're going to receive from the Lord are going to begin to unlock men's hearts. And so I believe he was showing me this. When he showed me this, it was from Amos chapter 9, verse 13. It said, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when the plowman 
shall overtake the reaper. And the treader of grapes, him who sows seed. The mountains shall drip with sweet wine, and all the hills shall flow with it. Now, listen, I had a, a picture of a, of a harvesting machine. This was years ago. And it was interesting because as I posted this, uh, one of our friends, she, she, I think she's up in Maine, she posted on, on, <laughs> on one of the comments, she said, I see you driving a huge tractor. And it was interesting because in this vision I had, the Lord said it had all kinds of names on it. And it was a harvesting machine. It was a combine, combine right, with the things that harvest the wheat. And the Holy Spirit began to speak to me, are you going to drive this? And I said, I don't know if I know how. That's the first question I had. I don't know if I know how to run this thing. And he said, oh, no, you can. Climb up. So as I got in, it began to, woo. It began to go through field after field after field. What I'm saying is, what I see is in this, behold, the days are coming says the Lord, when the plowman shall overtake the reaper. That means the one who's sowing seed will overtake the one who's already sowing what's happening. Listen, this is massive harvest. And when I talk about the harvest, I realize this, that Bob Jones talk, talked about, I, I feel like we've kind of settled our eyes down a little lower because when Bob Jones talked about a billion soul harvest, he was talking about a billion youth. <laughs> and that... To me, all of a sudden, as I was listening to that recently again, I said, he was just talking about a youth. He was just talking about the young people. Never mind the others who are older, who have yet to find the Lord. Listen, the harvest is going to look like more than a billion. <laughs> the harvest is going to look massive and way more massive than we think and I'm telling you, God has not lost his heart for humanity. He loves humanity. So when we start speaking things like this is God's judgment over the earth with the, with the COVID-19, you're wrong. I'm sorry, you're wrong. What I see is God's positioning a body that they'd receive the glory of God, that they'd step in to the anointing that they were always called to, that they'd step under uh, the word of the Lord. And when we step into the word of the Lord, listen, there's so much that the Lord is going to pour out in that in speaking to us and moving through us because we are just, just tell yourself, I'm just a conduit. Listen, we're all imperfect in so many ways, but I'm telling you, he's beginning to bring a maturity I just declare over you right now, he's beginning to bring uh, resurrection life in ways you haven't known before. And I'm telling you that he says this, and the treader of grapes, the treader of grapes, him who sows seed, the mountains shall drip with sweet wine. Listen, the Lord's about to pour out the new wine, the fresh wine, that the joy that is set, come on the joy that was set before him when he went to the cross. He knew. He saw the world harvest. He saw the things that were about to happen. The Lord went to, to, to the cross not so that you could just be saved from your little sins. He, he went to the cross so that the whole entire planet could understand redemption and grace and not that everyone will be saved, but it is the Lord's desire that none should perish and all should come to the knowledge of him. 
So when, when I hear uh, certain people, certain voices, uh, you need to be careful what voices we're listening to because this is not judgment. I'm telling you, we're praying for mercy. Lord, would the mercy of God go over New England? Would the mercy of God be shed over the globe? Would the mercy of God be shed over America? And the Lord is very, very much in love with humanity, his creation. Jesus will find a bride that's so burning with his love that the lost will be drawn to the one that they burn for. Listen, I'll say that again. This is what the Lord said. He said that he is looking for the bride, a burning bride that's so in love with him that the lost will be drawn to the one that they burn for. God has not changed his mind. God has not changed his mind. Jesus did not think that the cross was a bad idea. The Holy Spirit came to empower you to win souls, to move in power through you. And as he kept talking to me about the seventh wave, I just, all these sevens started coming together in my, in my head. And I've been studying out of the book of Exodus, chapter 24. And I'm just going to touch this for a moment because verse 14, when it says that Moses went up into the mountain and a cloud covered the mountain and now the glory of the Lord rested on Sinai and the cloud covered, covered it six days. And on the seventh day, say on the seventh day, type on the seventh day, <laughs> I don't know, he called to Moses out of the midst of the cloud. And the sight, of the, the sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. This was on the seventh day. Why do I mention this? Because Moses went in the midst of the cloud and went up into the mountain again, and he was there for 40 days. Listen, the, the glory may look something different in days past. It looks like a cloud you can't see, but I'm telling you there's a purifying fire, and it's the wave of his glory that's coming in all fullness. It's a wave of his presence. It's the seventh day. It's the seventh wave. It's this seven that's, we're gonna, I'm telling you, this is, the Lord just started unpacking all kinds of things. I can't even keep up with it because there's so much on what he's about to do in these moments. And some of it may be a ways out. You know, we have, we have this uh, prophecy that David Wilkerson saw in 1986 that was recorded, right, about the plague coming on America and then the, the, the Great Awakening beginning. Listen, guys, we have to have faith and we need to be expectant, and we need to be encouraged, and we need to be out, all out lunatics on what God's about to do next. Just dive into Jesus. Just submerge yourself into him. Just go in and find him. Go into the mountain of the Lord. Go into the place, the secret place. Go in and find him and spend time in the glory. It was Israel. It was the ones that were outside of the place of his presence that began to see the fire. I want to be the one that's inside, that's up in the mountain, that's receiving the glory, that's receiving from the heaven, that's in the place. It says that when Moses was up on the mountain that he looked and the, and the floor, he was with the elders, that was like sapphire. 
even like the heavens. Listen, Moses began to walk in a dimension that we don't even walk in now, and he was in the old covenant. Can I tell you that right now? Moses was walking in places that you're able to walk even greater because of what Jesus has already done. And I'm telling you, I'm going to sound mystical today, and that's all right, because we're going to get deeper into this for a moment. There's mysteries that God wants to unfold. You can't find them unless you go to the secret place, right? Same thing, Matthew 17, remember Jesus. He went with two people, right? He was up there, and he was being transfigured, but he was up there. It says, now after, the, after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led them upon a high mountain, by themselves, and he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as light. What am I saying? It said after six days. So on the seventh day, this transfiguration, which is actually the same word as transformation that we use in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. It's the same word that we use to transfigure, to transform, to make you look like a brand new creation. And I'm telling you right now, this wave has come. This wave is coming. Get into it. Just give yourself over to it. It's more, it's like, it's, it's a tidal wave that's about to hit the earth. And, and I'm telling you, just prepare yourself. Prepare your heart. Prepare your spirit, man. Remove everything. Let the undercurrent take it all out because that's what's happening right now. This is the undercurrent. We got bad reports of all kinds of people dying and we pray, mercy, God, mercy, Mercy on America. Mercy on, on those who have the virus. We declare healing over their lives. We declare complete recovery. We declare those things so that people will live out of a place of, of abundance and life, right? And so there's this place, again, where the, the Lord God is wanting. He, he actually, Jesus was transfigured in the midst of being with Moses and Elijah, all mountain dwellers. <laughs> Moses and Elijah. We want to be in the high place. We want to be in a higher place. So, and we, we're going to go, I'm just going to touch on Re, uh, Revelation 10 and verse 1. And I'm going to read a few scriptures, but I, there's really so much that the Lord is bringing in, in, revelatory, in the revelatory realm that I just want you to hold on to. So if you just, if you just write the scriptures down, come back, Listen to what I'm saying again. You might have to do that. And, and the Lord is about to, um, listen, we need to just be ready for what he's about to do. We need to be ready and prepared for the abundance of what he's doing. Revelation 10, verse 1. This has all to do with seven, right? This was after the sixth trumpet. There's an intermission between that and the seventh trumpet. The seventh trumpet, what? Go ahead into verse, I think it's uh, Revelation chapter 11. It says that the, the blowing of the seventh trumpet was the arrival of the kingdom. Keep that in mind. So this is all in preparation. The Bible says this, Revelation said, I saw still another mighty angel coming down from heaven, clothed with a, a cloud and a rainbow on his head. Another interpretation is like a, a, a halo or a, a, a circle, right? And his face was like the sun. Because people can trip on rainbows. 
you know. But look, what happens when we see through a, a prism? What happens when we see through a diamond? It begins to reflect the light in all different colors. Just saying. And his feet are like pillars of fire. And he had a little open book in his hand, and he set his right foot on the sea and his left foot on the land. And he cried out with a loud voice, as, one, as when a lion roars. And when he cried out, seven thunders uttered their voices. And now these seven thunders uttered their voices. As they, as when these seven thunders uttered their voices, I was about to write. But I heard a voice from heaven saying, seal up the things which the seven thunders uttered. And do not write them. The angel whom I saw standing on the sea and on the land raised up his hand to heaven and swore by him who lives forever and ever, who created the heavens and the earth and the things that are in it, and the earth and the things that are in it, and the sea and the things that are in it, that they should be delayed no longer. But in the days of the sounding of the seventh angel, everyone say seventh angel, say seventh wave, <laughs> When he's about to sound, the mystery of God would be finished. And as he declared to his servants, the prophets, then he took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it. And it was as sweet as honey and in his, and in his, as sweet as honey in his mouth. And when he had eaten it, my stomach, when I had eaten it, my stomach became bitter. And he said to me, you must prophesy again about many peoples, nations, tongues, and kings. And they said to me, I'm reading from the Amplified, they, verse 11 again, and they said to me, you are to make a fresh prophecy concerning many people and races and nations and kings and, language, and, kings and languages. And listen, guys, I'm just, there's, <laughs> I said, God, what is, what is the seven thunders? Right? Because you can, I, I'm sitting here and I'm not trying to make it fit my experience. I'm trying to make, I'm trying to make sense of the things that God is giving me. Right? And so Psalm 29, the Lord gave me, he said the seven, it gives us the seven thunders. It's the resounding voice. It's the voice of the Lord that's over the waters. It's the voice of the Lord that's powerful. It's the voice of the Lord that's full of majesty. Read it. You can go through all of them in Psalm 29, just underline them. There's seven of them. It's the voice of the Lord. It's the thundering voice of the Lord. Why do I say this? Because God is looking to thunder his voice. And he can't, he can do it to his prophets. He can do it to a prophetic people. He can do it to an apostolic company. But I'm telling you, he's looking for people that will move in purity and in power. Why? The seventh, the sixth trumpet was that of, 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 of an inferno just kind of coming through and judging and, and, and burning things up. And then this, this seventh judgment or seventh trumpet was the kingdom of God arriving. I know, we're out there. I'm out there deep in the book of Revelation. And listen, I'm, I'm, I'm just wanting you to think about these things because I know this, that the God of glory thunders. And he's wanting to thunder to a people. And I'm saying this because he wants clarity back in the body of Christ. Listen, I know there's some pure prophetic voice, voices, and, I, and I, we honor them. And I, and I know that God is wanting to do that with others around. 
So I'm telling you, if God is calling you and trying to pull you in a direction so that you sit with him, this is a perfect moment, so that you sit with him and you hear his voice, it doesn't mean you're going to have the authority of a prophet, of a global prophet. You know, we all have our spheres of authority. It doesn't mean we go thundering down the streets like lunatics, you know, totally freaking people out. I'm saying this to say that there's a, a power in, that God wants to release to us, and it's in the word. It's in the spoken word. It's the spirit of faith moving through a people because they prophesy, right? Back, fresh words back, prophesying the truth, prophesying life, prophesying power, prophesying. Listen, the voice of the Lord breaks the cedar, the splinters. If we go through all these, listen, the voice of the Lord is the one that hovers over the earth, over the waters. Remember, back in the book of Genesis, we have the, the voice, it said that the Spirit of God hovered. What is that? The Spirit of God hovering, the Spirit of God that, that's over the waters is that which creates. It's bringing forth life. It's bringing forth uh, the, the fullness of God's power. It's all, he is so, he is the creator of all life. He is the creator of light. He's the creator. Uh, he shakes and moves things. He, he sits in the heavens and laughs. I love that. Lord, would we learn to laugh with you? The voice of the Lord is powerful. It's full of majesty. What's majesty? It's glory and the splendor. It's, it's what is beautiful, what instills awe, ascribing, again, high value and status to what's majestic. What is the voice of the Lord in your life? Is it majestic? Do you give it honor? Is it enthroned? Like the word of the Lord should be enthroned in your life. It's not like an idol. It's the voice of God being enthroned in your life that you give it honor and where even the things that have been spoken over you, I'm talking about beginning to speak things as, as a majestic people, as a royal priesthood, as, as the, those that are, have been empowered by heaven to hear from heaven and release all the majesty of God in the earth. It's hard when I don't have people cheering at me today. I'm telling you, there's something of a, of a, a fresh anointing that God is about to release to you right now. Right now, right? And the, the voice of the Lord that breaks. See, your words can break things over people's lives, Right? Bring people into breakthrough, right? The voice of the Lord divides the flames of fire. It's not even a good interpretation. It really says stirs up flames of fire. It stirs the flames of fire in people's lives. The voice of the Lord through you should stir the flames of God in people's lives. The voice of the Lord, right, shakes the wilderness. It shakes every dead, dry desolate place. It shakes it and breathes life into it, right? We go back to the, to the voice that's the God of glory thunders. When the God of glory thunders, things are created. And then the last one, quickly, was the voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth. 
And that means to be in labor, to ride, to tremble. Actually, it even spoke of, of dancing. <laughs> Why am I? I'm, I'm, I'm releasing all these things to you so that, listen, you'll have something. Just go through the scripture. Psalm 29, Revelation chapter 10. I'm saying this because when I, if I go back here and look, listen, the Holy Spirit There's an angelic movement even that's going to be released in the earth that's already at work. But I feel like we don't have any understanding of the things of the supernatural that are around us. That's why I'm saying as we get in, some of us can't get past our prayer list. And I'm saying God's looking for something of a greater dimension for you to step into. He's looking that he's calling you to a place of complete Ah, uh, you're just completely in, taken over by his thoughts, by his emotion over your life, by his heart towards us. You're completely taken over by that because you know the heart of the Lord, right? And it says this, that, that when he cried out, that, he wanted, that, that when he went to go take the book, it says that they sealed them up for a time. And I'm telling you now, I feel like the Lord spoke to me, says, now is the time. Because the kingdom in its fullness is about to be released. And the kingdom in its fullness is about to arise. And the kingdom in all of its glory is about to rise in the earth. And the Lord Jesus will come back. Because in the, in the kingdom of God showing up all over the place, what did Jesus say? You see the sick healed, the, the lepers cleansed, and, and, and the, the dead raised. And then these simple words, that there should be delay no longer. Listen. I'm going to pray for you in a minute. I'm going to pray that the Holy Spirit just begins to marinate us in this because my life is given over to hearing the voice of the Lord. And listen, Holy Spirit has that for every person in every vocation in, my, in the hearing of my voice. Every person. He's going to give us counsels. He's going to give us understanding. And he's calling us into a higher place. Listen, this wave's coming and I'm asking you to prepare. Listen, set yourself apart. Move into a place, quietness, with the silence of the Lord so that our minds are completely stuck in heavenly places. That's what the Lord wants. So that we're thinking and revealing the heart of Jesus. So I'm going to say, I'm just going to speak this over you, that the Lord has a divine encounter for you, even tonight, even right now, even in these moments. He's got a divine encounter for you that he wants to set on you, that he wants to shift uh, all things around you. The way we've known prayer before, God wants to totally pull us into, a, I'm, I'll just say, a mystical realm. 
because there is places in God that we don't venture because we, we, we're afraid or, or we think it's weird. And I, I'm telling you, it's a place where we just need to relax and let go and let God. Like, we know that word, let go and let God, but we don't know how to give ourselves over to the Holy Spirit so that he'll take us into something. Tactics for me is sometimes change things up so I can hear his voice so clearly. And I'm telling you, clarity is coming to you. I'm telling you, faith is coming to you to, he to hear in a greater way, a greater capacity. I'm telling you right now, the power of heaven, the dunamis power, is about to come on your life. And you're about to be uh, in the council of the angelic. You're about to be in the council of the Lord Jesus, of the majesty, of the King of, King, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. You're about to be in that place where you're hearing so that the, the things that you begin to speak around you begins to move things. It begins to break things. It begins to create things. It begins to uh, completely change the way you've seen things in the past. Listen, that it begins to stir the flame of God. The voice that becomes uh, really, really, it's a, there's a breaker anointing. It's the stirring of heaven. It's the stirring of the fire. And then there's a, a, a dunamis word, a direct word that God's going to give you to shift and move things and change people around you. So I'm just going to pray for you. I thank you. Uh, Holy Spirit, we thank you right now. Lord, we thank you, God, for a fresh voice. Lord, I thank you for a fresh wave of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for bringing us into a brand new day. I thank you for moving us from glory to glory. I thank you for moving us from grace to grace. And we continue to ask for an outpouring of your grace and your mercy over the nation. We continue to ask, Lord, for your life to be manifest in a people. But God, I'm asking right now that, Lord, your, your, the, the words that begin to be released out of our mouths are diamonds, that they have, they're multifaceted, that they're, they're shifting and moving and changing. And even as people begin to gaze and see the things that are said, uh, Lord, that they even change trajectory and they go out. And, and Lord, that's why we're able to receive other things from other, from other prophetic words given to someone else, Lord, that because it's so multidimensional that we can step in to those things that were spoken over, over other people, even other, other ages and other decades, or even in the future. We want to pull the future into now. And Lord, I thank you for the, the kingdom that's rising. I thank you for, for the Holy Spirit that's overtaking us and Lord, uh, overpowering us. Lord, possess us. Possess us, Holy Spirit. Allow, uh, Lord, uh, Lord, let our spirits just allow you to come in in ways you haven't come before. Lord, may people begin to experience your, your word and, and begin to flow in a fresh prophetic flow. Lord, Lord I, I declare and decree that the prophetic word that comes through even the body of Christ, even in America, uh, Father, even in New England, begins to be, uh, would be spot on, would be clear. There would be a clarion call. There would be um, uh, fruit from it. That, Lord, we begin to see the fruit and, and the fullness of what you're doing in it because of our words. Not so uh, that we get a platform, 
But Lord, we begin to see the things that you're doing. It begins to manifest all around us. And so we thank you. Let our desires be yours. But Lord, we thank you for the God of glory that thunders in our midst right now. The God of glory that thunders in our midst right now. God, I just declare over every person that's listening to me, Father, right now, that your Holy Spirit invades their household, Lord, that you begin to meet them at the dinner table, that you begin to, the spontaneous even, uh, just conversations over, the, over your word, and, and Lord, encounters with you, and God, we thank you, Father, that you're drawing families together, and Lord, you're adding to that because you're there in our midst. Father, you're adding to that because your presence is overpowering us. Lord, you're adding to it because clarity is coming to everyone's destiny. Lord, I thank you that you're speaking clearly now to people that are listening. You're speaking clearly now that we hear your voice clear, that we know what to do, and there's knowledge and wisdom and understanding in everything. And we love and we bless in Jesus' name.